I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison. This is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files today, Allison. It is unfortunately about the X Files. Uh huh. Because we have something to talk about. Oh, we got something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. Okay. <laughs> It's Mulder, friends. Yeah, it's the return of the fox. Remember when I said I was worried that we didn't um, celebrate (laughs) the Mulderless episode? Oh, yeah. To the fullest? You were so right. I, it, it was, it was, I just wasn't ready. The absence of Mulder made the return of Mulder (laughs) so much more shocking and visceral it's like he had so much molder juice in yeah. him that he hasn't like come on screen. Yeah. He has to ejaculate the juice and it's just a build up baby. You gotta milk out that build up of molder juice. You gotta you gotta real you just gotta tease it out, but <laughs> but this was like concentrated. He just let fly. It was like it was like um I don't know, you're training for a five K and then suddenly it turns into a marathon. <laughs> And you're exhausted. <laughs> yeah, and Your absolutely. nipples are bleeding. Oh, they were. Yeah. And your bowels evacu- evacuate. Always. <laughs> anyway, what episode are we talking about? We're talking about season eight, episode 16, three words. No, not that song from the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack, though that is a banger. What is it? It's the three words. Three small words? Josie and No, the... it's the, the song is called Three Small Words. Oh, is it I Love You? That is what the song is about. Oh, Josie. Oh, Josie. Okay, here's the description. Mulder requests reassignment to the X-Files, but is denied by (sighs) Kirsch. When a man with information about an alien invasion is killed on the White House lawn, Mulder conducts his own investigation to find further evidence of colonization. Even Even the description is all about Mulder. Even... Now, I have a query for you. Okay. Is Mulder supposed to be the good guy in this episode? Ooh, because he's like, gosh, <laughs> he's like a bad guy, right? Yeah, like he sucks out loud, like out loud, out loud. Is he supposed to be a good guy? I can't conceivably see how that would be the case. Are we supposed to like be excited for his? Are we supposed to root for this boy? Are we do we want his characterization to blow like chunks like it has currently? Ooh, I don't know. I just can't. I'm I'm playing around in the space with this episode. I'm yeah. holding it like some some like beautiful clay, and everywhere I turn it, every time I turn it, there's a crack in it. <laughs> there's like it falls apart in my hands because I just I don't I don't know how you could like this character in this episode of the X Files or think like yes, this is a romantic partner. Is this good? <laughs> <laughs> I think I say. No. No. To me, no. To me, also no, but to how about to the the others? I don't know, and I'm afraid to ask. I'm really afraid to ask. You know, uh, see, here's the thing. I don't want to ask you guys to, like, email in, because if you really like Mulder, I don't know if I want to reach your email. <laughs> That's 
trauma you're putting on me, and if, I don't need it. If you watch this episode and you don't think that this dude just absolutely honks, I don't know what to say to you. I think we need to sit you down and look at your own life, and maybe your own, like, partner um, that you're romantically interested in, and maybe if they're a molar... We need to get rid of them. <laughs> it's intervention time. This is a dump your boyfriend call out. <laughs> if your bo- boyfriend is Mulder. Are you dating a Mulder? Oh, God. Everyone's dated one Mulder. Oh, everyone's absolutely dated a Mulder. Or they themselves have been the Mulder. In which case, if you're thinking I've never dated a Mulder, ooh, yikes. Yep. <laughs> See, here's my problem. My husband has only dated one person. Me. You're the Mulder. I am the Mulder. <laughs> I knew I that already. A, I was an asshole. I'm currently an asshole. Okay, let's talk about the White House run. Yes. He got real far. He got very far. <laughs> Pretty lax security this there. This is in 2001, right? This is, yeah, this is post 9-11. He got really far. Completely huh? unrealistic. Now, did 9-11 happen in the X-Files? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. They did refer to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in like season 10, right? No, it happened. Oh, it happened. I, uh, mm. It's definitely been referenced. It has been referenced. He got real far, huh? Yeah, he sure did. Like, at least, I I mean, that was uh, that was Bush. Um, You would think, I guess there's no drone technology. No. But at least some booby traps. Yeah, something. You know the Bushes. They, like, mines. they put some mines down there. No, I'm thinking, like, pit... With uh, with leaves on top. Oh yeah, and like a little real you know, guerrilla warfare. Yeah, shit. heck yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. Uh, or if you're the Obamas, it's Michelle's um, beehives. Oh yeah. yeah, you just run into those. And then Bo is just like <laughs> rough. Yeah, bees and Bo, bees and Bo. That's how it works bees with Bo. the Obamas. Ooh, <laughs> bees Bo. <laughs> how do I know a bees Bo? I don't know. Oh man, I just had a shudder like. <laughs> Like that was in my past and I've forgotten about it. Okay, well What's I don't know. What, I don't know. Okay, um, well you talk about this White House run and I'm gonna look at Beesbo. <laughs> I just made it up. Okay, so this man is like he gets tackled to the ground by Secret Service agents. He's like, I have to tell the president about there's aliens and then it's like, homie, if you you don't think if there's aliens that the president knows already? I'm sorry. Beesbo's Adventures. It is currently on Disney+. Plus. What? <laughs> this live-action video is designed to teach manners to children. Wow. Adventure begins when Gracie and Gilbert Turner discover a disabled spaceship and its short, funny alien pl- pilot, wow. Beesbo, That's relevant. who suddenly transforms himself into a rather odd but cute human being. Through a series of enjoyable adventures, they give him lessons in table and telephone manners, greeting and introductions, as well as basic courtesy. Okay. I don't know why that was in my subconscious. Beesbo. Beesbo. Um, it's a conspiracy. There is a clip that I'm going to have you put on our Twitter. Okay. Because it's mm, perfect. I will be more than happy to. What were we talking about? Uh, I don't know, but we solved the Beesbo mystery. <laughs> okay, so this we're, guy... We're better, we're better at solving crime than Mulder. So true. Yes. So this guy hands over a little diskette. He's like, the president needs to know about aliens. And then he gets shot or does he shoot himself? Okay. Well, the the on the DVD or CD-ROM, whatever it says, fight the future. Yeah, those are the three words. It's a copy of the X Files movie, fight the future. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you're not gonna believe it. <laughs> this is so bad. This movie was so bad. <laughs> 
Um, so, yeah, okay, I'm confused about the shooting thing, too. Because I thought that he shot himself. Because all I remember is seeing a gun, and then the policeman saying he has a gun. But usually when policemen say that, either oh, A, yeah, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. have a gun, <laughs> and then someone is, then he's shot. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's, it's cleared off later that he did not probably shoot himself, mm-hmm. but I think it was the lighting was not very good. I couldn't really see. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was very confusing. I'm going to assume that he did not shoot himself. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Mulder, he's got the face holes, and he's like, yeah. oh, my face holes are healing. And Scully comes in, she's very, she's just so <sighs> pregnant, you would not believe. And she says, how do you feel? <laughs> and he says... I feel like Austin Powers. Horny, baby, yeah! <laughs> uh, I think the answer was Randy, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. We're getting, hey, we're getting started, huh? We are, yeah. You know how when you're scuba diving, you don't want to come up too quickly because you get nitrogen in your blood? You get the bends. You get the bends. We came up real quick. Oh, I have got the bends. <laughs> My blood is 100% nitrogen at this moment. <laughs> From that line alone. I, you know what? It's been a time without Mulder. What do these writers, <laughs> how do they think movies work? I don't know, because there's a lot of, honestly, there are a few lines in this episode that are just weird. There are, with Doggett 2 and Mulder, they give them these popular culture um, um, lines. Yeah. But also supposes that those characters have seen those movies. You don't think Mulder's watched? I do think Mulder has watched Austin Powers. In fact, I think that's all he watches ever. Um <laughs> But also, I believe Doggett had a line from Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. I don't know if he would watch that I don't movie. think so, because they also try to play him as a very, like, old-fashioned guy. Yeah. Like, a lot of his pop culture references are old. It's almost as if they have Mulder now, and they're like, thank God we have all these kooky references that we can just pop in Mulder's mouth. You know what's wild is it, it actually unnerves me when the X-Files references stuff that was, like you know, stuff that I grew up with. Yeah, man. Like, it's gotten to that point where they, in this episode, they reference Austin Powers and Harry Potter, and it yeah. spooked me. In 2001, I, uh, I thought this series was older. I still keep, I keep feeling that we're in the 90s. Yeah. Because it feels old. Yeah. It just feels old. But by 2001, we're like, we're in high school, my dude. Yeah. Not that long ago. Mm, well, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh oh, big long. It's eighteen years. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Okay. So uh, there's a lot of lamenting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like Skelly. Okay, there's the <laughs> Skelly's like you don't know how I felt. You know, you got abducted and I didn't know where you were. It's like maybe that's the way he felt every time you've been abducted. It's been so many times, so many times. Yeah, he even says you've been like I was kidnapped or. But here's the thing, Mulder didn't feel that way. Yeah, because I feel like he's like, well, I could just find her if I tried. Yeah, <laughs> she's just she's just kidnapped again. How? Do we know how many times Scully was kidnapped? I do not have a count. Probably I just know it is so many. So many. Like, and then there was one where for multiple episodes she was Oh, gone. yeah. And I mean, she was also abducted oh, by aliens. She was all... 
She was also abducted by aliens. Yeah. So there's a very whack line closer to the end of this episode that I'm excited to talk about. Are we supposed to forget about that? I I don't think we're supposed to. I think they did forget. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know how I feel, Scully. And Scully's like, um, yeah, I... I did. Like, I was kidnapped, like, 20 times. <laughs> and one of those was definitely by aliens. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Get off your fucking high horse, Mulder. Oh, Ugh. boy. They took a mouth sample from my mouth. Ugh, I got Ooh, scoops. Well, you, you don't have a fucking chip in the back of your neck or an alien baby in your tummy. <laughs> well, he could be pregnant. That's true. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Ooh. Let's talk about the new Harry Potter. Okay. So we're at jail. We're in jail, and very old man, uh, that's his name. Yeah, is in jail, and the book the book guy is coming around. He is, and he says he has the new Harry Potter. He sure does. Now I had to look up what which Harry Potter one this was. Which was Goblet of Fire. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. 2001. Oh, I remember not reading that one for a long time. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, because I read the first three, and mm-hmm. then that was like quite. A while before the Harry Potter craze started. Yes. Um, yes, that's right. The Potter mania, if you will. <laughs> and I will. Um, and then I actually didn't realize that there was a fourth book. Oh, and you so, were tapped into the zeitgeist. Not at that point. Wow. So everyone was reading this fourth book, and I was like, oh, there's a fourth book? It's fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, and then I borrowed it from a friend and, and read it, it and I got, good. got right back into the zeitgeist. And it was very good. Yeah. And then... There was only three years in between Goblet of Fire and Order, Order of the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. But it felt like forever. Order of the Phoenix just ruined me. It it was not. Mm, did not. Kind of broke everything inside of me. Yeah. I My favorite character just gone. Yeah. And uh, I remember distinctly, I read that whole book in one day. Yeah. Uh, sitting on my bed, I was eating salt and pepper chips towards the end of it, because I remember yeah. crying and eating salt and pepper chips. <laughs> and the salt of your tears and the salt on Mingling your fingers. Mingling with the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also... My also favorite character died in that one, and then the characters that I all loved were just killed, like, one after another after another in that whole rest of the series. Killed, or for some reason, straight, and then killed. <laughs> Or just disappeared. <laughs> Who knows? And then new characters were introduced, and it was that weird feeling of like what they do in the X Files. Like you know this character, you've known this character forever. Just like here, have a new character, but they're friends with everyone else. Don't worry. I just like sometimes I, I got think, some beef. Sometimes I think back and I remember what a functional crime it was that Tonks was straight. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, here's this character that has, like, like she basically has a bi haircut. Here's the thing, though. It's J.K. Rowling. I know, I know. And G- now... Who is a turf? Yeah. Is a fucking transphobe. Uh, probably homophobe, too, obviously, because, you know, when you do the thing about, oh, don't worry, so-and-so is gay, but I never mentioned it in the books, but it's a secret, but I'm telling you on Twitter. That's not anything. That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> You've done nothing. It's like, it's like, uh, what did I see? Uh, like a Star Wars thing where it's like Poe and the other guy, they're not gay, but there might be a gay. Oh, yeah. It was that hints at representation. <laughs> thanks, man. Hey, thanks. Thanks for that. Hey, we're starving over here. Just like sitting chained in a basement and sometimes someone comes down and pours some cornflakes in a bowl. <laughs> But we get to look at it, maybe. We don't know there's cornflakes in the bowl. (laughs) 
They're just telling us there is. Yeah. And that we can hear it and we can smell it, but we can't taste. Because <laughs> they're just going to tell us about it. <laughs> Stop doing it. Stop it. We don't appreciate it. Give us real gays and let them live. And let them... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? That second part's real important. It really is. Oh, and also, don't make them uh, highly sexualized, like, charged evil beings. Yeah. That would that be the other... That's the other thing. We get two... We get two choices. Yeah. Dead or fucks everything and then is evil. Yeah. That's the two choices. That's really, and you know, you get to a certain point as a gay where you have to specialize. Yeah. What are you putting your points into? Well, I don't want to die. <laughs> so I guess I'll go highly sexualized and evil. See, I, I also, I split my points. I tried oh, to min-max it. Okay. But I am going to die next year. <laughs> But I'm going to fuck so much before then. Oh, I was thinking about taking a level in Joe Russo. No. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> you can't. Um, I tried to... Um, I tried to class as, as David Rose. Oh, shit. So I do need to buy a boutique store. You need some moisturizers. <laughs> do you see? I'm a moisturizer boy. You are. I'm trying my hardest. Oh, I believe in you. I'm coming. <laughs> God. Oh, boy. Okay, so this this librarian says to Very Oldman, he says, here's a book. And Very Oldman says, I don't want a book. I'm fine. And he says, you're going to want this one. And he hands him a book called The Coming Apocalypse. And he says to him, and I quote, <laughs> trying to snap my paper. Yeah, I saw it. It was really cute. This will put a rise in your Levi's. No. So what he's essentially saying is, this will give you a boner. No. And then Very Oldman opens it, and it's a news article about how his friend has died. And then, whoop, pops a boner. <laughs> Maybe he was gay. I just think, I just think, what a weird piece of yeah dialogue to put in there. Maybe they're like, oh, there's so much molder energy that it's just getting out it there. It is. It's just leaching out it's into everybody <laughs> <laughs> that wild and crazy oh my god energy um we go to Kirsch. Kirsch's office and dog gets in there and um there's speaking of energy Kirsch? Skinner, okay skinner's in there too the three of them yeah Kirsch alone is so horny <laughs> the energy with everything he says his eyes it's like they've confused narrative tension for sexual tension, <laughs> and I don't mind it. But I think that's because of the other two actors in the room. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely all three of them together. Because they're very, all of them are very good. They're all very virile. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Scully chose to be, chose someone, remember, she wanted Mulder's jizz. No, absolutely. What She's she like, should that's have the done jizz for me. is getting the jizz for all those three men in that room. Just mix it together. And then one mega mega jizz. Yeah. And then she would have been just many babies. Mm-hmm. She could have had so many babies. I would love to see that. Hmm? Just a little, like, cursed, little cursed running just around. on the table. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the jizzing. Oh, the three no, I meant... Oh, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, anyways, we have different <laughs> dreams. Yeah, he's like uh, Mulder's trying to get back in the X Files, and I don't want him to because the crime is down. Okay, <laughs> the X Files finally, finally points at the elephant in the room. Yeah, Mulder is bad at his job. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and also Scully's very bad at her job. Yeah, they're both just terrible. Their job is to arrest criminals, and they don't 
do that? And Doggett does. Yeah. So He's a clown hound. Of course. <laughs> of course. But this is seen as a bad thing. Yeah. Like, oh, poor Mulder. Like, he deserves his seat back at the X-Files. Doggett, he's a, he was just the fucking replacement. We don't, we're not supposed to like him. Doggett did his job. Yeah, Doggett's good at crime. He's don't very punish good him. At crime. So now it's this, like, weird Mulder versus Doggett thing. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to, I don't know. Are we supposed to be cheering for Mulder? Well, I'm not. Well, of course not. You can't not. make me. <laughs> I won't do it. <laughs> but is there any world in which we look at at that little mini boy fight where Mulder comes in and it's almost as he if like he shoves him it's all, he does <laughs> who shoves people 49 <laughs> year old mom's named Karen <laughs> is who shoves people next time someone pisses me off I'm gonna shove him <laughs> just I can't it, it, okay it, it is as if you have, and this may have happened to you at elementary school, mm-hmm. you have a friend. Yeah. And that friend gets a new friend. Yeah. And you're like, well, I hate this new friend because they're taking away from my friend. Mm-hmm. That's arguments that grade five kids have. <laughs> this man is, I assume, over 40? 30? 30. Late 30s? Yeah. I can't. Also, you don't shove John Doggett. You get no. shoved by John Doggett. <laughs> and then you like it. <laughs> and then you pop something in your Levi's and it just gets messy. <laughs> when you said getting shoved by John Doggett, I... You felt it. I had a moment. <laughs> and I... It's the same as, like, breaking down doors, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a shove. I Yeah. I had Ooh. a moment shortly... Yeah, that I'm excited to tell you about. Okay, okay. so basically the dingus hath returned. Yeah. Uh, that's how we all are feeling. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the very old man breaks out of jail. Can we talk about how he breaks it out of jail? Sure. Number one, all the cops are named Doc. That's true. It's on their hats. It's very cute. <laughs> God. <laughs> Number two, very old man. He finds a piece of wood with a nail in it in the mud, uh-huh. and he takes it. And he's walking back into the car, and he doesn't hit anyone with it. He just presses it into someone's chest gently, Gen- very mm, so gently. And then the cop is like, "Oh no, I've been hit." <laughs> I have tetanus, maybe. It was very bad. It was. There was no... It was almost as if they didn't have any stunt people on set, so they had to be very careful. <laughs> anyway, he's gone. Okay, yeah. He's gone, and where does he go? He goes to Doggett's house. Yeah. And he puts a gun to Doggett, and he says these three words... <gasps> on. Plus two. Um, on your like, knees, John, John Doggett. Doggett. And I was like, oh, no. Well, <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> No one can tell John Doggett that except Skinner. Yeah. Maybe Hirsch. Definitely Hirsch. Yeah. Um, they, yes, those are words that make everyone gay. And congratulations if you've watched this episode. Uh, you're a little bit gay now. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Oh, man. Okay. And then, meanwhile, Mulder's doing his thing cool. in the basement with his feet up. Uh, and he's like, I'm a dingus. And, uh, <laughs> he's, you know, he's trying to tell him all these things about very old men and how he's connected to the guy. Yeah, he has that 
Oh, man. It's as if all the hunches that Mulder could have had during the last 12 episodes have been building up to one big hunch. And he just spills out a hunch that's the exact thing that's happening. That Because that's all he ever does. I hate it so much. Ah. It's such... It is so bad. Why do you have a character like this? Yeah. It's a crutch. And then he, they're like, Mulder, why are you so like... Why are you on this tangent? And then he's like, well, I'm doing this so it doesn't happen to anyone else. So it doesn't no. happen to you. It's no. like, dude, it already <laughs> happened to Scully. Again, she has been abducted by aliens. <laughs> Probably and more like, than one. She was also way more chill about it. Yeah, yeah, man. Dude. The other thing that I hate about this Mulder is everyone's telling him, especially... His partner, Scully, who uh, ostensibly, for some reason, loves him, yeah. um, says, hey, don't do this. You're going to get fired. And then he's like, I'm going to fucking do it. <laughs> that was this episode. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's like, oh, well, Mulder's right, so he should do it. Nah, dude. Nah. Mm. They are presenting him as this nah. rebel with a cause. You know and it's like, fuck this guy. A rebel? Beesbo? <laughs> Christ. He comes down to this earth and he fucks shit up. And you know what? They teach him manners. And that makes him <laughs> a reformed a be- rebel. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the aliens could have taught Mulder some manners. If, if only he'd been abducted by Beesbo. <laughs> <laughs> if only. That would have been a way different series. Okay. Two guys walking real close together. Yep. Uh, so very old man puts a gun on John Doggett's back and he walks him into the highly, highly protected federal statistics center. The the Paul Blart Mall Cap 2 uh, character, he sees two men walking very close together. And he's like, this is fine. Well, maybe he's like into it. Yeah, I he's mean, like, he could be. You know what? Two boyfriends walking in here? Maybe. Maybe. And then he scans them and they do have a gun. <laughs> So they Ugh. go in. The very old man wants to get into the census data to prove that aliens are amongst us. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Okay, so what, basically what this episode posits is that the census collects genetic data. No. No, I think it means, like, when you fill out the census, it's like, what are you? And there's alien, and then there's human. You have to hit one of those. For real. Though this episode does posit that the census collects genetic data. How? I don't know. We do look at the envelope (laughs) and put it in. Right? I just want to, for a second, I want to talk about this federal statistics building. Let's talk about it. Because I was like, this seems like... This seems like a lot of security for a census building. Okay. And so I looked up the actual census federal headquarters, which are... like a basement? They're in a building called the Suitland Federal Center in Maryland. Uh, And here are some of the Yelp reviews. What? Wait, wait. (laughs) Janet Lewis says, nice place to go. David Van House says... Wait, okay, okay. Are there stars involved? Oh, yeah. How much did Janet give? Four. What was Janet doing there? I don't know. Okay. Five stars. David Van House. The Office of Naval Intelligence is the best. Five stars. Uh, He's a narc. He's a narc. Five stars. Colorado Guide. Beautiful architecture. Bootlicker. Five stars. Sharjil Hashmi. Awesome place to work. He got fired the next day. (laughs) Three stars. Jensen K. Joseph. Nice building. (laughs) Only three stars? Mm Mm-hmm. Five stars, Alina Kanjimbi. 
nice building space three exclamation marks. <gasps> Is this building nice? Did you see a picture of this building? It looks fine. <laughs> And then five stars, cha-cha, best place to work, all caps. Now, there's one review that I did not... Yeah. There's one review that I did not bring up, and it's because it sent me into a wormhole. Oh, no. uh, The likes of which I've rarely seen. Please. Um, And this was a review from a very... Who seems like a very nice, sweet boy. Okay. Um, But then I... I looked, based on this review, I looked at all his other reviews. Okay. And he has reviewed a lot of places... And the the information that he gives in these reviews is enough to steal his entire identity. Wait, what? What? <laughs> he routinely posts reviews where he writes his full name, his mother's full name, his father's full name, his birth date, every school he went to, every school his father went to, every school his mother went Wait, to. What? The only the hospital where he was born. His social security number. That's that's one thing I didn't find. Okay, but we haven't dug deep enough. I think you've stumbled into an ARG. Yeah, I mean, I was, like, so confused. I was like, this is either a very sweet boy who doesn't understand he's about to get his whole life stolen. Because he was, it, it, on his profile, it says he was born in 1991. That's like my sister's age. Yeah. Okay. 25, 26. Sweet boy. Loves buildings. Loves buildings. Or... It's the government. It could be the government. Government honeypot. <laughs> you want this boy's life so bad, you gotta take it you from us. You come and get it, and then we'll arrest you because he's not real. <laughs> so, uh, I guess if you look into that, you could steal an identity if you wanted. Yeah. I guess I so. just, God, it was just so strange. I looked at that late last night. It was maybe 2 a.m. Yeah. I felt I was losing my mind. <laughs> I feel like we should write to him. No. No, because then we would go to jail. Yeah. Because of the honeypot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so they shoot the man. Yeah, they shoot the man. They shoot, they get all the way to the very ridiculous white room with the census data. Um, and they shoot very old men. Yeah, and Doggett looks surprised, but I'm like, Doggett, like... Doggett, come on. Are you really... Doggett, come on. Surprise. Aliens. And then Doggett goes and meets with his friend, Noel Rohrer. Yeah. Adam... Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Okay. And he says, yeah, here's a tip. Fight the future. The movie. It's very bad. <laughs> Don't watch it. And Doc is like, oh my god, the bees? <laughs> the bees bow. Uh, and okay, so, and this is when the shove happens. Let's talk about boy fights? Boy fights? No. Boy fight. Boy fight. Fight? Fight? Because it really didn't happen. Boy shove. Boy shove. Uh, let's talk about boy shove. So it's Doggett's sitting there. He's got a muzzle burn on his cheek from yeah. the guy's gun. Yeah. And Skinner's it's like... hot. It's very He's hot. carrying that Terminator 2 energy that has been just poking its head through. You know what I realized about this, this actor in yeah. this episode? He walked so that Spike could run. Oh, yeah. He's got... He's got those same. cheekbones. But but here's the thing. Dog is a better person than Oh, Spike. absolutely. Okay, so he walked so James Marsters could run. Okay, that's better. Yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's that cheekbones. It is. So mm. he's sitting there, and Mulder bursts in, and he walks over to Doggett, and he shoves him. That's that all I can say. boy <laughs> ain't right. <laughs> You do not shove a man. You do not shove a man who's better at his job than you. Sorry. Mulder's such a fucking loser. <laughs> he is. He's 
like you're here. I want my job back because I'm good at it. And even though you solve more crimes, I believe in aliens. <laughs> Fuck off, <laughs> Mulder. Oh, god! I cannot wait till, I don't know. I was going to say till we're rid of him, but I don't think we're going to be rid of him anymore. I, I just don't. It. I just don't know. I think this is it. Uh, I miss. I miss it so much. I miss it so much. We didn't know. We didn't know. Well, what's the thing? You don't know what you have until it's gone. Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> Thank you. They put up a parking lot, and it is Molder. <laughs> and we had Paradise, Allison. Well, I don't think I would call it. His that. name is John Doggett. <laughs> Okay, so um, Mulder storms out, and Skinner turns to Doggett. He's like, yeah, you know, what he's been through. So he's just siding yeah, with his ex. fuck. Skinner, come on. You have a hot piece right in front of you. Yeah. You got you got to get your head in the game, buddy. God. He probably hasn't had his dick sucked in oh forever. Oh, my God, yeah. That dick is dry. <laughs> just Doggett. He's right there. I know. He's just right there. And he will get on his knees. <laughs> If prompted. <laughs> it's been established. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> okay, so um, the Gerblin hug. is cute. It was a very sweet moment. Uh, Mulder goes to see the Gerblins to unhack this data, and uh, the R.L. Stein Gerblin gives him a big old hugaroonie. He's so small. He's very small. He's so, so small. And uh, it's it was very sweet. And then the Gerblins immediately look at Scully's uh, pregnancy, yeah. and they say, hey, did you two fuck? Y'all fuck? Did you jizz inside her? Did y'all have intercourse? So then it was like the hug in itself was very cute, but everything else, we just were reminded how awful everything is. Yeah. Um, uh, so then uh, Mulder, Mulder infiltrates the census building. Yeah. And he looks at the genetic data. Yeah. Uh, which is truly wild. And um, a bunch of names pop up on the screen. <laughs> I have a name. I have a okay. name. Okay, okay. We're going to John Car- Johnny Carson this. Okay. okay. Al, does this start with a B? Yes. <laughs> does the last name also start with a B? Yes. Is it Beverly Bonkers? <laughs> Beverly Bonkers, Beverly I love you. Bonkers. I love you. What is your story? <laughs> Why is your DNA in the census, my dude? Beverly Bonkers, are you an alien? (laughs) (laughs) I want a whole spinoff about Beverly Bonkers. I want a whole Beverly Bonkers sweet hand, and I want to take her out for ice cream, and I want her to dish. (laughs) I want her to spill some tea, honey, because... Who is she? What is her her life like? What's her story? Could you imagine? (sighs) Ugh. Bonkers, man, comma Beverly. By the way, we didn't, we didn't talk. We got so excited by Beverly. We didn't tell the uh, space cadets how Mulder got there in the first place. Oh, because Scully got the information from Doggett, and Doggett's like, "I'm not so sure about this." And Scully's like, goes to Mulder and says, "I'm not so sure. I should tell you this information that I have." And Mulder's like, "Well, you gotta now." <laughs> and Scully's like, "Oh, I guess I do." So Mulder is walking into a trap that yeah. was set up by Adam Baldwin. To, who gave the information to Doggett, to, who passed it to Scully, yeah. who passed it to Mulder. So now Doggett is like, oh shit, Mulder's in trouble. So Doggett himself goes to try to get Mulder out of there. And Mulder's being an asshole. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck you. Doggett, just let him be shot. Like, honestly. Just walk away, bud. <laughs> 
There's no blood on your hands. No, just no. go. Just go. Gone. Now I'd like to talk about the moment where I shrieked aloud. Was it when John Doggett shot the glass? No, but that was very good Oof. and horny. Uh, it was the moment where Skelly tries to call the three gunmen, <laughs> and they are in the, like, hacker's, like, data vault. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they all open their little flippy phones at the same time and say hello at the same... Listener, I did a laugh that was more of a harpy shriek. <laughs> I was so excited by this. <laughs> you know, they do share a bed. So they have to share a flip phone. Yeah. It's like a party line. It was so cute. A Gerblin party line. Um, so they shoot at the glass, they get Mulder out of there, and then Doggett, and they, then... They hide in the ceiling. They hide in the ceiling, and I guess, like, is Mulder okay with Doggett now? Probably not. Don't know. Well, I'm sure they have more beef. There's more shoves to come, I oh, would imagine. I hope so. I just want to fight. I want Mulder to be punched in the face. So bad. By John Doggett. And then I can complete everything yeah you could it'll all come out it'll all be gone uh and then okay and then uh, we see our sweet keebler man uh john doggett yeah and he is, says to noel Rohrer, hey fuck you and noel Rohrer says fuck you and he says yeah. fuck you fuck you fuck you and it's kind of that sort of situation yeah. and then skinner's just there looming in the background and that's the episode and then he licks his lips and he's like on your knees mm-hmm. and we're like this is when the porn begins <laughs> I ran on a spooky scale. One is not spooky. Five is so spooky. I give this like a... I give this like a two because I don't want to live in a world where your protagonist is an asshole. Yeah. And he's back, baby. And we're not better than ever. Mm -hmm. And I hate it. And I'm haunted by it. (laughs) Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means it's a great episode and I liked it, all the way to First Person Shooter, the worst episode we've watched today. I'm going to give this a six. It was okay. Sucked. It was okay. It had some fun S- bits. It's, it's so sad that when we hit a six, it's like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. Allison, mm-hmm. do you know what is fine? What? You know what is fine? What? A seven foot tall person with wings. Who was spotted near O'Hare International Airport? <gasps> Such a boy! It is a ma 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 Mothman sighting. Yay! I got a personal X file for you. Sweet. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Cause we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get affected, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X file. Trucker reports seven foot tall person with wings near O'Hara Airport. Uh, in Chicago, December 6th, 2019. That is a couple days ago. That is very My recently. Dude. This mom man's taking uh, it. I do want to show you the drawing that was done. Okay. Check yeah, out that. I love him! Look at his little body and his big, big wings. He's got big wings. Ah, big, big wing big, energy. Big wings, like huge wings. Um... So, according to the report, this is from the eyewitness. It took up approximately 6.30 p.m. on November 26th. That's near my birthday. Mm-hmm. I was at the airport picking up a load at the cargo airlines. I was uh, already backed into the dock and was standing away from the truck smoking an airport while they loaded my truck. So, I guess he's a... Or they're a trucker. Yeah. I was looking towards the runways. In the direction of the tunnel... And that is when I noticed something that looked like a large bird standing just outside the fence by the parking lot. It was not uh, it was not hard to miss because of the two street lamps that were nearby. It looked like a person with wings that were stretched out and flapping. It was walking away from the fence towards the open field 
and then it began to flap its wings and disappeared. Ooh. Spooky. Very. Now, uh, Manuel Naravet from UFO Clearinghouse, which is a awesome uh, uh, website, <laughs> uh, they were able to talk to the witness directly. Uh, Narver... Nar- Narvaret? Narvaret explained, when I asked him how he was able to be so certain of the height of the being, the driver stated he had been to this location multiple times and he estimates the fence to be about eight feet high. Mm. Using the fence, he was certain that the being was at least seven feet tall. When I asked about how long the wings were, he said at least six feet across and black. Wow. That's a big mothman. That's a big mothman. That's a huge one. It's a growing boy. uh, Witnesses used language seen in previous sighting reports from the largely Hispanic neighborhood of Chicago's Little Village. When I asked him to describe the uh, being, he said it looked like a uh, demon and a goblin and was solid black. And the witness said he saw nothing that looked like eyes, and he assumed the creature might have had his back turned to him. So maybe you could have seen his butt. <gasps> oh, damn, that's a good butt. I don't know. Mm, hopefully, is the Mothman's butt confirmed? Is it toy? We don't know. It's on the statue. It is on the statue. He stated that it walked with a gait like a bird and it was flapping its wings as it uh, walked towards the large field that was by the runway and disappeared into the night. Also present was a sense of evil similarity reported by previous witnesses. Okay, so you guys better watch out Chicago Mm -hmm. because Mothman has been around for a bit. We've got October 30th sightings, October 29th, October 19th, October 5th. They, these around. Yeah. Something's happening. Mothman is there. Mothman is there. Um, if, if the people have a Mothman sighting and you have seen something weird and they want to talk to us about it, how should they get a hold of us? Oh, you should email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelled out, D-O-U-B-L-E. Um, or hit us up on Twitter at doublexfiles. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at doublexfiles, but Twitter is definitely the hot spot to hit us up. And if you're into the Mothman, if you like the whole Mothman myth, I have a uh, novella coming out in February about uh, a moth person romance, a non-binary moth person. Yeah, and their butt. Mm, very good. Extremely good. Yeah, can confirm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, okay, I do want to do some predictions, but what if I wanted to listen to a podcast that mm, isn't about the X-Files? Oh, they um, they don't allow those. They don't? No, it's only podcasts about the X-Files. Oh, I thought that's no. why we were doing this. Um, uh-oh. I may have told you a fib. <laughs> that may have been my fault. Well, I bet if there's anyone doing good podcasts that aren't about the X-Files, you can find them at the Major Cast Network. That's uh, the network that we're a part of, and they're very great, and they do awesome podcasts like this one. Have you ever wondered what happens in the Silmarillion? What does Jenko Jean stand for? And how many people can you fit inside of one? And what the gosh darn heck are the ice capades? We found out all about that shit, so you don't have to. <laughs> I'm Liam. I'm Eric. And I'm Big Papa. Nope, he's God Tom. Damn it. <laughs> We're the hosts of We Are Experts, a show where we speculate wildly about stuff we know nothing about, only to learn what we were wrong about. 
doing research, learning things, making our way in the world. And only wasting your time for half of a podcast episode. Oh, welcome to We Are Experts, the world's only short comedy podcast. Every Friday on the Major Cast Network, or wherever you find fine literature. Or podcasts. That one isn't about the X-Files. That's not about the X-Files. I promise you. Yet. Ooh. <laughs> okay, you ready for predictions? Yes. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Allison, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Oh no, I look at this word. So it's season eight, episode 17. I don't know how to pronounce it's our it. 199th episode. What? That'll be our 199th episode. So it's going to be real good, right? Well, no. <laughs> okay. I need... You got to write this M... Oh, God. Okay. I'm very bad at pronouncing things. Just spell it for me. Okay. Uh, season 8, episode 17. Empedocles. Empedocles? Empedocles. E-M-P-E-D-O-C-L-E-S. Empedocles? <laughs> No, it's Empedocles. Em- Empedocles. Okay. <laughs> so crates. Uh- <laughs> Say it again. How do you pronounce it? Empedocles. 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 I don't know, bud. It doesn't look like that. Okay. Well, it sounds like it's about some kind of Greek figure. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't know anything about Empedocles. Uh, maybe it's... I don't know. It's going to be something stupid, I bet. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Mulder has a hunch, and he's right. Two no, points. That's so stupid. You can't. <laughs> Not like this. Okay, I think maybe there's a creature. I think I think we got to get off this fucking mythos train and get into a, a, a creature of the week. So I think this is Mulder going out with Doggett and Scully on like a regular X-Files. Yeah. Which is a regular time. And um, there's a monster... And the monster is some kind of, it got something to do with Greek myth. Um, maybe it's like a gorgon. A gorgon? Yeah. Well, we already had a Medusa. We did? Yeah, remember there was literally an episode named Medusa. Oh, yeah, but that wasn't about a Medusa. No, I guess it was about so. a Medusa. I guess so. Uh, okay, can I tell you who this jerk is? Okay. He had a philosophy pre Socrates, pre Socrates <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> Uh, he, the the theory of the f- four classical elements. I don't know what that means. He also performed forces he called love and strife, which would mix and separate elements respectively. Ooh, the four elements are these three very... Oh, earth, wind, water, fire, air. Ha 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 ha. So he had that... I'm sorry, earth, wind, water, fire, air? Yeah. Earth, water, air, fire. Earth, wind, water, air, fire. <laughs> I love that band. <laughs> anyway, that's what we do. Okay. Look at this um, Look Talking at about love and strife, huh? Yeah. I think there's going to be some heavy, heavy Mulder Scully romance energy this episode. Oh. Is one of my predictions. Okay, half point for that. And the other prediction is that it will be a monster of the week. Mythical got a, creature. Got a, a mythical creature. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Um, did I get any points from this? I don't think so. Okay. I think it were up two and a half. 
each? I thought I was ahead. Hey, why not? I think you're at, yeah, you're at two and a half and I'm at two. I okay, think it's the let's case. do that. Let's do what? that. Let's do that. Hey, does it matter? No. No. Do we care? Uh-uh. It's just one little thing that gets us through the day. Uh-huh. Okay. I think I'm done. Me too. Until next time. The, the truth, truth is, is out there. there. Let's watch that Beesbo clip because I think you're going to love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.